2: Mahomes throws, juggle, and a catch for the touchdown. McCole Hartman had it, lost it, had it, broke a tackle and took it in. And the rookie has his third touchdown of the season on a 21-yard touchdown pass from Patrick Mahomes. Fourth down and one. Now Mahomes, and that makes him nine for ten in that category. On third and fourth and one, picking up a first down. And it sets up first and goal. And well that's what that's what I was talking about. He's at the bottom of that pile, and there's just a lot of bodies, a lot of people falling on top of you. And you know, I can tell you a lot happens at the bottom of that. In a lot of pain. And it's like they almost pop that right knee back in place. Second down and nine here for the Broncos down by seven. Ball is out there for the Chiefs, and Raglan takes it in for the touchdown. Knocked out by Hitchens. And without Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs' defense says, Let us take it into the end zone. Moore steps up, floats it. Hill. Behind the defense, he is gone for the touchdown. No flags.
3: We got another Matt Moore moment. was not expecting that this Thursday night. The Kansas City Chiefs win 30 to six in Denver on a bummer of a night, frankly, because we only got to watch about 20 minutes of Patrick Mahomes before he left with a knee injury. and we had to watch all 60 minutes. Of Joe Flacco. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm Greg Rosenthal. I'm with Chris Wesseling. We are in the as you know, we need a title. What is the name of this house again?
4: Uh it changes every time. I think it was like Wesselvania last time. Westeros.
3: Wesselva- West Westlevania for now. We'll we'll come up with a better name. Thirty to six Chiefs win, go to five and two. Uh, but of course the the big news is Patrick Mahomes leaving after appearing to dislocate his knee, according to James Palmer of NFL Network, he was standing and broke down the team after the game in the locker room, which feels like a good sign, Chris.
4: Yeah, that, that was a good sign. You know, we live in this age where there are dozens of Twitter doctors. <laughs> <laughs> so we got live updates from all of the people who uh, are experts. And it seemed like at first it might be a very long-term injury. And by the end of the game... Yeah, I think there's hope that maybe in a couple of weeks or a few weeks he, he could be back on the field.
3: Yeah, uh, James Palmer again, I will uh, mention, says I t- I'm told there's optimism within the Chiefs on the knee, but he will have an MRI on Friday. The mood is positive. Again, the MRI will tell us if it's ligament damage. We'll see. I, I guess my first takeaway here is just that it was a big win for the Chiefs. Yeah, It was a, it was a game we thought that – You know the 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 division could look totally different if the Broncos win this game. When Mahomes gets hurt, they're about to kick a field goal to go up thirteen to six. The final score was thirty to six, so they won the game seventeen to nothing. From the point Matt Moore took over, which is a disaster for the Denver Broncos at home, but also a a great night for the Chiefs defense to just kind of get right and uh, a, a good kind of team coaching job that they did fine when Moore came out in the field
4: yeah after seeing the Broncos special teams and offense it sounds funny to say it was a big win for the Chiefs but the last two weeks the Broncos were playing better than the Chiefs so I I do think it's a big win especially when you look at uh, the Chiefs schedule they have Packers and Vikings the next two weeks which could be with Matt Moore
3: so it it was a big win right you got to manage the schedule now the Chiefs We'll see, because by the time everyone listens to this, who knows, maybe there'll be a more definite timeline when it comes to Mahomes. But if if it's an injury where he is coming back, they've stacked up enough wins now at 5-2. and two. They're in a division that's not great that you would think they'll be able to survive even a few losses if that happens with Moore. And from what we saw tonight, hey, you never know. I love Matt Moore going way back to the days when the <laughs> Carolina Panthers stole him off the uh, – Dallas Cowboys practice squad. Or they tried to sneak him through waivers to back up Tony Romo. He had some days uh, with the Panthers. Of course, he made it to the playoffs a couple years ago with the Dolphins. Had a nice throw to Tyreek Hill. Didn't really do much in this game, um, but he was probably the best. You know, the second best quarterback on the field. I would, I would go power rankings. Mahomes. Um, actually, I would go power rankings. Number one, Mahomes. Two more. Three, the punter for Denver, who actually never even threw the pass. But he did run an RPO. Who was that? Uh and then uh and then number four, your boy Joe Flacco. I yeah, think it's r- it's time, Wes.
4: Rough game for for Joe. Started out pretty good. And then right around the time of Mahomes' injury, the offense went in a tank. Looked like Flacco was spooked by uh Elijah Wilkinson being beat repeatedly at right tackle and and Garrett Bowles holding penalties. No offense, drops. But enough of that. Um, we were in London for the live show, and, and Dan created a skit called the interrogation room, where he put us all, you know, under a bright light and had us defend one of our opinions. and And the only thing that scared me to death was that he would make me defend Joe Flacco. I could handle anything else, but but I knew. I think you were convinced
3: in the pit be of my heart. I knew it was not going to be Flacco. I
4: had written down in the season opener, if the boys let me off of my Joe Flacco stance, I'll happily take it because I don't want to defend this all mm. year. And it's time for me to, um, to unleash some apologies. I took truth serum at halftime. <laughs> and here's what came out. Flacco is a Goldilocks QB, just like Eli Manning. Everything has to be just right in order for it to work. Not only was I wrong, I was loud wrong. Mm. Sometimes the people who only watch nationally televised games can see things with more clarity. Sometimes less is more when it comes to bad football. Flacco had been an average quarterback in most games, but it doesn't matter because no team starting Noah Fant, Garrett Bowles, and Elijah Wilkinson is good enough to win with a statue like Joe Flacco in the pocket. (laughs) And I have to beg forgiveness to um, you, Dan, Mark, and Erica, who has to sit in and, and listen to me defend Joe Flacco, well, she
3: doesn't listen. She just kind of tunes out. She Greg for shooting Instagram. down
4: Greg for shooting down your Broncos trade ideas on Wednesday, acting like they still had a chance to get back in some <laughs> wild card race. Dan asking for why I excuse Flacco but knock <laughs> Eli at the same time, which is a totally fair uh, statement. Mark for his contempt of Flacco as a stone pony, which Whoa. is astute analysis on Mark's part. Uh, you were all right, you were patient, and you were fair. I was wrong and a jackass.
3: Wow. I accept any punishment deemed appropriate by the group and the listeners. Wow. This contrite, you know, genuine, sentimental almost uh Wes is is a new is a new Wes. I, well, as it, disgusted
4: yeah. it, as disgusted as True Aikman surely was <laughs> by this performance. Uh it was just horrendous. It was I couldn't stomach it for the last <laughs> Uh,
3: I guess the last two quarters Things got real quiet in West Manor. We just, you know, in the, in the last twenty minutes, there wasn't much left to say. It was like watching a funeral.
4: Well, you know, the first quarter looked like the Broncos in most of their games. It looked decent. Not one great. nice drive,
3: one ugly drive. Joe was-
4: Flacco making some some really nice passes, and Noah Fant dropping all of them. <laughs> uh, Courtland Sutton looking good. That you know. Courtland Sutton has been a really good player this year, and Philip Lindsey. most of the time, I know at one point you said Royce Freeman isn't even trying to make anyone miss out there. He's not even trying. It looks like he tried to get mm-hmm. tackled. There are some bad... I, I wouldn't say Royce Freeman's a bad player. No, he's not. There, there are that, some guys on this particular offense. play
3: he ran into a tackle.
4: There are some guys on, on, on this offense who aren't doing much to help the quarterback, but at the same time, the quarterback is doing nothing really to help the rest of the guys on the offense.
3: See, even in, in all that... Um, you know, explanation, and uh, I accept your apology, Wes. I even before you said anything, I was gonna just decide to let you off the coaster. I guess Dan and Mark, and in theory, have to you know personally do that too. But I, I think it's time. Um, this. Tonight was your punishment. Tonight was your punishment for being on the coaster because the last couple of weeks where they got a couple wins sucked you and, and some of the Broncos fans back in uh, that maybe they could do this because the defense is getting better. Defense played fine tonight. Defense
4: Well, special, was, was
3: not the problem. Um, but, special
4: teams put them in a huge hole early, and then the strip sack of Flacco which you know I don't know if that one was even his fault Anthony Hitchens looked he's like got came to, unblocked
3: he's got he's got to learn to put the ball away a little better he fumbled a few times that was where yeah a couple free blitzers came through Lindsey picked up one Flacco had to be aware at least of the other but yeah he was eating up those sacks he was, you know Mario does it you know bench now and Flacco thought I need to pick up the slack I need to get sacked as much as possible. There was eight of them tonight. That was a record for Flacco. They don't have anyone to go to because Drew Locke is, is still well, on IR and, and didn't look great. And, he could be back soon. Yeah, he, he could be back. But uh, this, this was a, a fork in the road game, I said, uh, going into it for the Broncos. Uh, and it gave a very clear uh, direction of where John Elway could go. There's three guys on this team. Um, that won a Super Bowl in the 2015 season that I think have a strong chance to not be on the team in two weeks. That's Chris Harris, who I really think could have some value, and then Derek Wolfe and Emmanuel Sanders, who both could have value as well. And all three of them, maybe they don't get all get traded. We'll see what other teams want. But Ian Rappaport put a, ro- a report out a couple weeks ago saying basically Elway would listen uh, to anyone, any trade offers except for von Miller, all three of those guys are in the final year of their contract, and I think they could help a team and to me when Ian made that report and I checked I checked out who maybe he was talking about uh you know it 's pretty clear to see those are those are veterans in their thirties on the final year of their contract this this made a very clear direction of which way they 'll go the chiefs you know will will go toward the playoffs, but if you're the Raiders or maybe even the Chargers, you look at the Mahomes injury and you think, you know, maybe maybe there'll be some daylight in this division. It's just it's just not going to be for Denver this year. Sorry.
4: Well, I, I concede that finally. Um, <laughs> but if you're the Saints and Patriots, you have to love this outcome. The Patriots, not only because Patrick Mahomes gets hurt, both of them are in the market for a wide receiver, and Emmanuel Sanders could be a mm. big
3: chip. Yeah, it, it it's an ugly way for tonight to end. I mean, they boo the the home crowd booed that Broncos team off the field a number of times tonight, including at the end of the game. And uh, I always think that if a team and a fan base has seen some championships, I think they're harder on their team uh, than than others. You know, organizations because they've seen what winning looks like, and they're angrier about it. I know my uncle Dave uh, send an angry text. My my cousin just they, they 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 know what good football looks like, and this That's is a good tough fan for them base. Yeah, they oh they're great. They, they stayed to the football. end of the game and kept booing.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if ever
3: an offense and special teams needed booing, well, the, I mean, the crazy part is, and we don't need to spend a million minutes on this game, but that they made the Chiefs look like the eighty-five Bears. The Chiefs could not get a stop the last month. You know, Deshaun Watson dropped back 43 times, wasn't sacked last week. That was five days ago. was only hit twice. They sacked, you know, Flacco uh, eight times, as I mentioned. Frank Clark has had a disastrous season uh, as a pass rusher, had a great night. Emmanuel Agba, who's, who's been a good signing overall, you know, for the money, uh, had a, a great night. Garrett Bowles needs to be benched. You know, Elijah. That's w-
4: easy to say. And a lot of people are saying that. But they have already have their third tackle starting at right tackle.
3: They've got no one left. It is easy to say. At a certain point, you have to have a standard. And if your guy is playing that poorly year after year and having a holding penalty, three holding more... Look, the guy
4: playing right tackle is getting beat as much as any right tackle in football, and he's better than the guy on the bench.
3: That's what you're assuming that they... they're not protecting a draft pick that was a John Elway mistake. No,
4: I, I'm saying the guy playing right tackle, the right tackle be, would be the replacement, and he's already getting
3: beat worse than the guy you want benched. It was it was amazing to see. I I don't necessarily think the Chiefs have turned it all around defensively because of this game. Although, well, well, put it. I mean, I know everyone loves to have their fun with Flacco, but
4: he doesn't get sacked nine or ten times every game. You ha- you do have to credit the Chiefs.
3: Sure, way to go, Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, you showed up. It, it was the kind of game they they needed to have. Uh, the fact that they did it, like I said, when Mahomes went ten for eleven, didn't look overly mobile. Um, was about to lead his team, you know, to more points. He had one good touchdown drive. That the Broncos did a good job, you know, holding him out of the end zone on a short field once, and, and then he got hurt. But the play call on on fourth and one maybe you come a discussion at some point it, it's tricky i i hate killing andy reed for that after the fact you figure your quarterbacks out there you you should be able to call a fourth and you know short sneak uh but it's a tough moment when you when you do call it he's already injured and you suffer a serious injury
4: yeah we have no idea if that play was any relation to the ankle injury whatsoever. No, might but, not have. But if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm I'm just wondering. You know, even before that play, I hope they don't sneak it with Mahomes.
3: Why risk it? But what's next? What's next for this Chiefs team? If if they have Matt Moore, I guess it's all about the the timeline.
4: I don't think they'll be favored against the Packers or, or no, Vikings.
3: No, they are just trying to survive um and again it, it was announced i mean it is officially a, a dislocated knee kneecap and there's a lot of different ways that can go i don't know it's it, this is one team i'm always hesitant to like you know give a team a dirt nap too early in the season but the, Bron, the broncos it's time wow if even if we stuck a, if
4: even greg is going dirt if, nap before mid-season if you're we in have trouble the
3: fork i know i stuck a fork in the fork segment there's no coming back It's partly you know partly because of the trades and and everything, and th- this was their this was kind of their Super Bowl. This was their prime time game to get back in the mix and to not show up like that. I mean, they might win some more games the rest of the way, but they're not they're not doing anything. They're irrelevant from here on out. I feel like jet lag hit me like midway through the third quarter. I've been fine all week. I've been getting some Greg, nice, nice. Sleep. All of
4: America watching this game did not go to London, and they all felt jet lagged <laughs> watching this game.
3: Yeah, the the it was like the melatonin, like. Kicked in. That should be Flacco. Flacco's, right as I saw Flacco's that, nickname is Melatonin. Right as I saw the the shot of you know Patrick Mahomes' dad going into the locker room, it's just sad. Don't take don't take Patrick Mahomes away from us. I know Chiefs fans feel like that. Don't don't ruin this guy. Uh, he, he's so special, and he's everything about his career and everything that's gone. Uh, oh, I think to this even point.
4: casual football fans right. feel
3: that way. Everybody, but even feels Patriots that way. fans. I I'm feeling that way and. And I'm Look an op- at James Palmer's hair. And that I'm, is fantastic. And I'm an optimist. I know we're watching the post game show <laughs> as we do this. I think I think that's a sign when James Palmer's hair uh, makes an appearance on on the show. I think that that's time to to call it a night. I mean, um, we gone. That's it. Well, you know, it's it, you, there's no rule. You don't have to go 29 minutes like. Uh, <laughs> burgo and eddie spaghetti did last week sometimes a game only deserves uh, 12 or 13 minutes i have no idea how long we've gone uh it, 17 it's, it's been a long week we're pumping out a lot of podcasts we love you all and we're going to be back on sunday with the flagship program if you haven't checked out uh, our preview show it, it was a corker today i mean it started out a little uh, bumpy and we really landed that point by the end of it. that's all from west manor Thursday night football, 30 to 6, Kansas City Chiefs. We will see you on Sunday.
1: Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
0: Calm.